0: Welcome back to the next episode of How Good It Is, a weekly podcast that takes a closer look at songs from the rock and roll era, and we check out some of the stories behind those songs and the artists who made them famous. My name is Claude Call, and I have been up and down this highway, baby. Hey, don't forget to check out the website, howgooditis.com, where you can find some stuff that I found interesting and some other things that don't necessarily fit well into the podcast. Also, go follow and like the show's Facebook page, which has some other stuff that'll keep you busy. You can find that over at facebook.com slash ow, how good it is, Pod. I have a trivia question for ye, and I think this time it's going to be one of those that you either know it right away or you don't. But in the song, Leader of the Pack, what's the name of the biker who dies in the song? I'll have the answer at the end of the show. A few weeks ago, we took a look at some of the popular songs written by Shel Silverstein. There was a lot of material to uh, pick through. So I decided to break that show into a couple of smaller ones, and we're going to dive back into Silverstein's material today. Now, as I mentioned last time around, Silverstein did a bunch of songs which became hits for other artists, such as The Unicorn, which turned into the uh, Irish Rover's signature tune, and A Boy Named Sue, which was Johnny Cash's only trip to the uh, Billboard Top 10, and a couple of albums worth of material for Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show, which also yielded a few hits. Now, the success of the Doctor Hook tracks led artist Bobby Bear to see came out, and Silverstein worked with him for a while as well. This first song was written by Silverstein in 1965, and Bear turned it into a live audience favorite in 1973. Although it doesn't appear to have uh, charted anywhere, Uh, this is called "The Mermaid."
1: But don't go swimming with a mermaid, son If you don't know how to swim Cause her hair is green and seaweed Her skin is blue and pale i tell you now before you start You can love that girl with all of your heart But you're just gonna love the upper part You're not gonna like the tail
0: And so while well, the songs had a much more of a country-style bent to them they still retained uh, Silverstein's interesting sense of humor. Silverstein also wrote this song called The Winner, which went to number 13 on the country chart in 1976.
1: In his broken back, why, it's a dialect of old handsome Harry Clay. That sticky sense in that a night that I stole his wife away. But that woman's She gets uglier and she gets meaner every day. But I got her, boy, and that makes me the winner.
0: I also noted last time around that uh, Silverstein wrote the first couple of albums for the band Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show, and one of them was this track called The Ballad of Lucy Jordan
1: see Jordan in a white suburban bedroom in a white suburban town as she lay there beneath the covers dreaming of a thousand lovers till the world turned to orange and the room went
0: now, while it didn't do much for Dr. Hook, the song was re-recorded several times, first by Marianne Faithful in 1979. Then it got covered by Belinda Carlisle in 1996. And in 2005, Bobby Bear took another crack at Silverstein's material with his version.
1: The morning sun touched lightly on the eyes of Lucy George, in a white suburban bedroom, in a white.
0: Now, none of them really made any significant dent on the charts, but Marianne Faithful's version did make it into the soundtracks of the films Montenegro and uh, also Thelma and Louise. Now, Shel Silverstein, he wrote a lot of material that was covered by many artists. That's the point here. But while most of his own musical output didn't achieve a lot of commercial success, he did manage to build up a following for his comedy songs, especially on the Dr. Demento radio show. Now, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Demento is the alter ego of Barry Hansen, who created the persona in 1970 when he was working at KPPC-FM in Pasadena. The radio show was meant to be rock oldies, but every now and again, Hansen would play a novelty record, and based on listener response, the show eventually became all novelties. He moved over to KMET, which is also in the Los Angeles area. And in 1974, the show was syndicated around the country. Dr. Demento is probably best known for being the DJ who brought Weird Al Yankovic to national attention. Uh, Yankovic would submit tapes to Hansen for airing, and in return, Hansen bankrolled Yankovic's first EP, which ultimately turned into a record deal for him. For the last few years, though, the Dr. Demento show has been available exclusively through online streaming on a paywalled site. At any rate, uh, Shel Silverstein had a pretty big following on Dr. Demento. See, that's where we started with this, remember? Because uh, Silverstein wrote so many songs that were either just plain silly or they were just recorded versions of his poetry for children. Uh, For instance, two of his more popular tracks on the Dr. Demento show include this one called Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout Would Not Take the Garbage Out. Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage out. She'd scour the pots and scrape the pans, candy the yams and spice the hams, and though her daddy would scream and shout, she simply would not take the garbage out. And so it piled up to the ceilings, coffee grounds and potato peelings, Brown bananas, rotten peas, chunks of sour cottage cheese. It filled the can, it covered the floor, it cracked the window, it blocked the door with bacon rinds and chicken bones. Now that one's clearly a recitation, although it's got some guitar in the background. It's just fun, you know, kid gross-out humor, and I have to admit I had so much fun listening to it that I was having a hard time deciding where to stop it. The other one would be this one, Stacy Brown Got Two, which is framed as a children's song, until you listen a little more closely. Do you know the reason for his success? No, he got to tell us. they say that he was double blessed. But in addition to all this, Silverstein wrote a bunch of material for the stage. In 1959, he was part of an off-Broadway comedy along with Gene Shepard and Herb Gardner uh, titled Look Charlie, A Short History of the Pratt Fall. From there, he went on to write over a hundred short one-act plays, many of which were collected into longer shows. Here's a clip of a performance of An Adult Evening of Shel Silverstein. Uh, it was, this specific production comes from the Theater Guild of Ancon in Panama. In this excerpt, a young lady comes to the laundromat and discovers that her clothes haven't been cleaned. I told you. It's exactly the same as when I brought it in here. No shrinkage. A promise made, a promise fulfilled. But don't start expecting that the rest of beautiful day. This is... these are all still dirty. You
1: made me climb up there and risk my neck and you forgot to wash my laundry? I did not forget. You don't stay in business by forgetting. You didn't forget, you just did not. Forget what you contracted for. What I contracted for? I contracted for dirty clothes? I came in here to have my clothes washed and
0: dried. I contracted. Watched. What? Watched, not washed. Watch and dry. Watched. George's watch and dry. You gotta pay attention. They'll probably They'll right. <laughs> take the gold fillings out of your teeth.
1: George's watch uh, and dry? You know, they count on the fact that people don't pay attention.
0: <laughs> they depend on that. I paid $5.43 to have my clothes washed and dried. Yeah. I think the thing that, that cracks me up about that is, is there's a sign in the back of the, of, of the set that, where it says, watch and dry. And, and it's still not until the guy behind the counter actually says something that the audience picks up on the fact that that's what the sign says. Anyway, I do hope I have, at the very least, tweaked your interest in the work of Shel Silverstein. If you are interested in his albums, there are about 18 of them, including best ofs and recordings of his poetry, and most of his books are still in print in one form or another. And, of course, you have the two Dr. Hook albums that are composed entirely of his work, and Bobby Bear's got a couple of albums that are largely Silverstein compositions as well. I do think it's important to note that while Silverstein did record some of his poetry, he also had very strong opinions about his written work, that it was meant to be read on paper. And so he was very involved with every aspect of the publishing process of his books. He wouldn't let them get printed unless he had approval of the type, the size, the shape, the color, and the quality of the paper. And that's why, even now, 20 years after his death, most of his books aren't available in paperback format. All right, settle down, girls. It's time to answer today's trivia question. Back on page two, I asked you about the song Leader of the Pack. Specifically, what was the name of the biker who was killed in the song? Well, it, it really doesn't come up anywhere in the song itself, but rather in the spoken introduction, one of the girls brings it up. Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. So it appears our poor unfortunate biker great, was named right? Jimmy. Is he picking you up after school today?
1: Is that banging on the piano? I don't know.
0: And that's it for this edition of How Good It Is. Hey, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email me at howgoodpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow the show on Twitter at howgooditispod. You can also visit, like, and follow the show's Facebook page at facebook.com slash howgooditispod or you can check out the show's website, howgooditis.com, where you might find a few extra bits for you. Thanks, as usual, to Podcast Republic for featuring the show and, oh my gosh, I looked at the Podcast Republic app and suddenly discovered there were a bunch of of reviews on Podcast Republic. Thank you guys so much. You had such wonderful things to say. Listen, if you like the show, reviews are nice. But you know what? Do me a favor. Share the show with somebody you love, okay? Next time around, we're going to find out how good it is to bite into one bad apple. Yeah, I guess so. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you then.